0: Hello, and welcome to morning prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Saturday, and we have reached the end of the Easter season. Tonight we observe the Vigil of Pentecost, and tomorrow the Festival of Pentecost. And we remember and celebrate the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on all people, just as God promised. We begin our time of prayer this morning in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen indeed. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. We're going to do our reading a little differently this morning, so that the Holy Spirit, speaking through our Hebrews text, can have the last word. We've reached the 11th chapter of Hebrews. Hebrews 11 is one of the most inspiring sections in all of the Bible. It begins with a definition of faith that I think every follower of Jesus needs to learn by heart goes like this. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And it reminds us that our faith in God in Christ, through the Holy Spirit, is our confidence that God will finally and at last accomplish, even beyond what we can hope or imagine, all that God has spoken, all that God has promised. A new heaven, a new earth, an enduring redeemed human life, that is finally set right, that is gathered together in peace, in Christ Jesus, in the Spirit, in fellowship with the Father. For us personally, it is the confidence to know that we, each and every one of us, are included in the number of those who will finally be free to know, love, and worship God, just as we are now, through our baptism part of the fellowship of faith with all of God's people, from the beginning of time till the day of the Lord. Through faith, the Holy Spirit empowers each and every one of us to endure until the day of the Lord. Lord, gather us together, and in that gathering, strengthen our faith. Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval. By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain's. Through this he received approval as righteous. God himself giving approval to his gifts. He died, but through his faith he still speaks. By faith Enoch was taken so that he did not experience death, and he was not found because God had taken him. For it was attested before he was taken away that he had pleased God. And without faith it is impossible to please him, for whoever would approach God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah, warned by God about events as yet unseen, respected the warning and built an ark to save his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir to the righteousness that is in accordance with faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance, and he set out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he stayed for a time in the land that he had been promised, as in a foreign land, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, with Sarah's involvement, he received power of procreation, even though he was too old, because he considered him faithful, who had promised. Therefore, from one person, in this one as good as dead, descendants were born, as many as the stars of heaven, and as numerous as the grains of sand by the seashore. All of these died in faith without having received the promises. But from a distance they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth. For people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have and had an opportunity to return. But as it is... They desire a better homeland, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, he has prepared a city for them. By faith Abraham, when he was put to the test, offered up Isaac. He who had received the promises was ready to offer up his only son, of whom he had been told, It is through Isaac that descendants shall be named for you. He considered the fact that God is able even to raise someone from the dead, and figuratively speaking, he received him back. By faith, Isaac invoked blessings for the future on Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of his sons of Joseph, bowing to worship over the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave instructions about his burial. By faith, Moses was hidden by his parents for three months after his birth, because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called a son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to share ill-treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered abuse suffered for the Christ to be better wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to the reward. By faith he left Egypt, unafraid of the king's anger. For he perceived as though he saw him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land. But when the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient, because she had received the spies in peace. And what more should I say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, receiving to, refusing to accept release in order to obtain a better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging, and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned to death. They were sawn in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and in holes in the ground. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better so that they would not, apart from us, be made perfect. The word of the Lord. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel, you have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new, who strengthens our faith and assures us of all of God's promises. Especially, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially, we pray, for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, especially the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's. For those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all people who work for peace and international harmony, for those who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your promise through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven.